And now we flip the script to the other side of the football where the games are really won and the men are people who play football as well. I had to watch where I was going with that one. It is 2022. Please. Patriots defense against the Steelers offense. Obviously, last week, the Steelers didn't exactly light Paul Brown Stadium on fire. No. They only scored, I believe, ultimately 23 points. 16 of those were on offense. Uh, it was because there was the pick six by Minka Fitzpatrick's and the Bengals defense is good. I think the Patriots defense is about as good or in the neighborhood of good that the Bengals defense is as well. Uh, historically, Bill Belichick does well against Mike Tomlin teams. I looked it up earlier, including the postseason. Belichick is 12 and four against Mike Tomlin teams since they both took over as HCs of their respective squads. Uh, the defense did look pretty good last week. Not their fault that Mac had a strip sack. They only gave up 13 points last week. 10, really, if you don't want to even count the field goal based off the interception return. But, uh, Andy, what kind of defensive effort and how would you do you see the Patriots putting up this week? And how do you think they go about attacking a team that has weaponry on the outside and has an injured running back but doesn't exactly have a quarterback that throws fears uh, fear rather into the hearts of coordinators in Mitchell Trubisky? Yeah, I think Mitchell Trubisky stinks. All right, there um, we offensively, go. they didn't do much last week. You look at the stats of that game, and it was, you know, lopsided towards the Bengals and their offense. And that's why, if you go back and look at Joe Burrow's face as they're losing, um, it is just almost disbelief. And I think part of it was obviously his special teams, but also part of it was I can't believe I'm losing to that guy. As they well, say, like he threw the four picks. His offensive line, which they spent the entire offseason rebuilding. Uh, two new guards and a new tackle, and they were worse than than at any point in the 2021 season, which makes you think, boy, somebody's got to do a better job coaching those guys up. Uh, yeah, no, the Steelers' offense has done nothing so far to make you lose your mind or think like, oh, I'm going to lose a night of sleep. Although they do have Freermuth, good tight end, Deontay Johnson, excellent, uh, a vaunted rookie, and Pickens as well. Um, I, I have a feeling matter. I know I have a feeling the Patriots are going to there's going to be some frustrating third and six. Oh, Trubisky cakes it to the outside. He's already got the first down and more to me. That might honestly be the thing I'm most concerned about is Trubisky See, getting a bunch of annoying first downs scrambling due to a pocket breakdown. I uh, I hate to do this to my buddy Keith, but he uh, talked about his like fantasy stayaways this week on Gresham Keith. And one of them was Chase Claypool. I, I don't. I don't get that. It doesn't make any sense to me. Claypool clearly last week was a guy they want to get the ball to. He ran the ball six times on top of getting targeted uh, six times. The only person to get any more targets than him uh, was Deontay Johnson. Well, at least touches, I should say, was Deontay Johnson. Actually, when you talk about pure touches, rushing and receiving, nobody had more than him. Najee had 10 carries. It was the only other guy close to him. Um, and so like, they want to get the ball to chase Claypool because he's a playmaker. And if chase Claypool is going to be drawing, you know, a rookie corner, like Jack Jones or Marcus Jones, maybe a safety going, because he's huge. Shime. Yeah. They they're going to want to try and exploit that because like, if you get him paired up with Duggar, Duggar has shown to be not great in pass coverage. Right. So like, I, I think the Steelers, they just have playmakers outside. I understand Trubisky, not all that great. I fully accept that. I am aware of that, and I agree with that. However, the last time Trubisky faced the Patriots, he threw for 300 yards. 
I think he is capable enough of throwing the football to guys. Now, granted, he may throw one right at the defender, and it's going to be up to the defender to actually catch it and not pull a uh, a Jamal Adams from the other night and let it hit him in the face mask. But I, like, I think they are going to be trying to get the ball in the hands of Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson a lot, a lot in this game. And that's my concern is that I don't know that he's going to have to be all that good at quarterback. I think Bingo. they have a pretty good depth of targets, depth of weapons that – there could be some mismatches that he likes and he goes after and just says, my guy's better than your guy. My guy's more ready than your guy. Well, just look at it level by level, right? You have Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and George Pickens at receiver. Then you have Fryermuth and Najee Harris as check down guys. And Jalen Warren showed that he could at, at least participate in an NFL offense if Najee's a little banged up. So it's just like, Across the board, whatever depth of the field they want to attack, whether it's a check down or deep or middle, like they have guys that can do it. And that is more. Okay, but let's talk about how the Patriots can actually prevent them from doing that. The Pats did generate a decent amount of pressure last week, only Mm -hmm. a couple of sacks. Now, there were a couple of times I think all of us thought, oh, there's a pick and they didn't get it. And oh, they should have Tua. And he got away. Trubisky, probably about as, if not maybe more elusive. Than oh, Tua yeah, he's Tua. He's super, I think Mitch he's super Trubisky athletic. might he can be better scoot. than Tua. Oh, yeah. In terms of running? No, he can scoot. I think like, he can absolutely but He's scoot. more athletic. He's definitely more athletic. So doesn't that give you guys any pause or cause for concern that, okay, let's say the Patriots can generate a decent pass rush. Let's say the safeties and the corners are on their game and they don't give Trubisky the wide open windows that a guy like him who's hardly, uh, you know, Justin Herbert, in a Steelers uniform, the kind of big windows he needs to complete these passes. Does it not give you any reason to worry that maybe, like I said earlier, he's going to do a lot of drive extending and keep the Steelers offense on the field, wearing the Patriots defense down. Who's going to step up and be able to make the plays and get the Steelers offense off the field? Uh, That's a great question. I mean, certainly we have some early options from last week, Dietrich wise, Matt Judon, if they play like Mm -hmm. they played last week, they'll probably end a drive like they did last week. Third. How about your boy, Juwan Bentley? Uh, You have a lot more faith in Juwan Bentley than I do. I think Juwan Bentley is a tackle accumulator and he's hurt last week. He was good last week, but if he gets squared up against Pat Fryermuth, he's going to get toast all day. He's he's, awful in pass coverage. He's, he's not, He is what he is. He's a middle linebacker who's going to accumulate his tackles. He's not going to make a lot of plays. But more importantly, he missed practice with a toe injury, so I don't even know if he's going to be out there. Um, And as much as I don't love him, they don't have a lot of depth at that position. You're already playing the likes of Raekwon McMillan and Mac Wilson, who are who new were to fine New England. Last week. They defense. were fine last week. Hey, how well, about the Mac Wilson? Win. Fine doesn't yeah, win. Yeah, fine is not going to win them this game. Miles Guys. Jack in his first game is running all over the field with like 11, 12 tackles, like making plays. He's an athletic guy that can make plays against you, doesn't just allow you, and then, oh, I'll just tackle you eight yards downfield. So, Bigger revenge. Who's the revenge game? The Miles Jack revenge game for the 2017 AFC championship. No, I just think he's a pretty good player still who can run around and cause problems, especially, you know, if you're trying to make some throws underneath, you know, short throws, get Mac going. This offense isn't exactly cooking. So the old cliche is right. Short throws, get the quarterback going. Well, you got some athletic playmakers in that mid tier uh, of the Steelers defense. We should note should have gone in the previous segment, but uh, I just saw a little breaking news off Twitter. Uh, Mac Jones missed practice on Thursday due to an oh, illness. Boy. It is not the back. Oh. It is an illness. Um, not sure exactly what that means. I know w- I'm not jumping to any conclusions <clears throat> that some me. of us have jumped to for like two years in this era, because I will say 
Um, as a father of a, of a high school athlete, I know there are a bunch of things just going through locker rooms right now and going through bodies. Uh, um, listen to your listen to your host, who you guys were chiding for having a cold or speaking nasally even just two days ago. I've been fighting off just a classic standard issue, house cold, the old rhinovirus all week. I've felt flat out awful, and that's not just because of the amount of time I have to spend with you two jabronis. I, oh, it's, it's the pits. It's always got to be a shot. Listen, that's how we that's how we do. Uh, but I could probably gut it out, I imagine. And I'm not much of a gamer, nor am I a gridiron guy. I'm sure if Mac has a cold, he'll be out there. What yeah, the problem is, is the this is layer is. number three. The offense isn't that good. He's got a back injury. Now he's not feeling that good. So now we got to jack him up not only on Toriel and duct tape, but a little Pedialyte pumping through his system as well. Like <laughs> a little Sudafed maybe up in the, up in the piece. How much we gonna more are we gonna throw at Mac, right? Like it's all on Mac. I just feel like he's snake bitten and like he's like too much is expected. But anyway, so uh, he missed quick question. Just, if Hoyer, if Hoyer starts, does no, the game even that. happen? Does we're the game even <laughs> no, we, we're not doing do that. we have to watch if Hoyer starts? Do we have do to we watch have to do a post game no. show if Hoyer starts? <laughs> well, yes. What if Hoyer wins? Does Mac lose his job? Yes. Uh, see this guy. This guy's always it was a angle. joke. It was an angle for Mac hate. It was joke. It was a joke. Come uh, on. Okay. So back to the matchup of the Steelers offense, Patriots defense, because injuries are an issue on their side as well. Um, Najee Harris has been dealing with that foot injury all along. He had one run basically in the opener. He had like one 10 yard run and that was half his yards on the day. I don't um, think it, it was the list, Frank. I think it was a different ankle injury. Andy. Now you yeah, just so add it was that a to... completely different yeah. injury. That was that. He was oh, so now he's got two bad day. wheels. Yes. yes. Now he's awesome. got multiple wobble, bum wobble, 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 wobble. <laughs> Jeez, what are we it's doing? Like my here? car. That's See, why okay. Jalen Warren was like a priority pickup for a lot of people in fantasy. So a li little bit of a break there for the Patriots because he was drafted to be sort of the centerpiece of their offense. He catches the ball, runs the ball, the whole thing. Um, so a little bit of a break there for the Patriots defense, especially if they're down a linebacker in, in Bentley and in sort of that matchup of middle of the field um, guys. But the reality is we, we started there turnovers like we can there say Mitchell Trubisky stinks. But if they hold on to the football, if he doesn't throw any picks, they don't fumble. That's a big first step for that. Hell, how many times have we heard Lombardi use the age old Belichickian quote? Before you can win, you have to not lose. If the Steelers not lose by holding they on to the win. ball, they probably win. They probably win because the Patriots uh -huh. are going to try. The Patriots, I don't. I mean, could we really see two teams play the most conservative borderline army versus Navy equivalent of a pro football game in 2022? When like today, as we record tonight, you'll know the result of this probably before you listen to this podcast. But we might be treated to one of the best Thursday night football debuts, if not best games of the seasons with the Chiefs and Chargers Mahomes versus Herbert. That's going to be an absolute show for Trubisky, Mac Jones. Come on. Really? Well, it's going to be wing you know, T versus wildcat. What are we doing? Or spread them and shred them. Go the other way. Everybody expects. That's what I said. Well, so I was trying. Uh, so I was Not trying tomorrow. to say that earlier when we were talking. Who about cares? Entertain me for Christ's sakes. Last week was miserable and this might be worse. Are you not entertained? <laughs> I think you might see no, a, I'm not at least Maximus. spread them. I don't know if you'll see a shred them, but I think you'll see a spread them uh, out of the Patriots because Fitz was talking about trying to run the ball up the gut and, and outside. I don't think you're going to have a lot of success running against Pittsburgh. I think Mac is going to have to sit in the shotgun, and he is going to, uh -oh. and he's going to throw the ball a ton. And that is, uh, you know, barring a, an exceptional game plan, 
that does not spell a best case scenario for the Patriots. Dude, so Mac and the shotgun. Um, can you get me the line on the over for Jake Bailey punts? So we're just spreading them. We're not shredding them. We're just going Correct. three and just out. And we're not <laughs> running clock. Hold on. Dying. You know it's the whole line. You know what? As a matter of fact, I'll play the part of the comment section, the diehards, the Foxborough fanboys, and Captain Pushback. What if they actually do allow him to go four wide early on? And Mac actually is doing a bunch of nice little four and seven, you know, third and two. Jacoby Myers over the middle for eight. Hit him, hit him, hit him. like kind of like last week. They had a beautiful opening drive right up until they decided on first and 10 to go 21 yards into the end zone against the best ball hawk in the NFL. Yeah, don't it be was shocked. P.I. Why don't they open like that again, Andy? That's how you set up the run game. That's how you soften up a hard nosed defense like the Steelers. Don't be shocked if they come out and the first drive looks pretty good. Um, because again, I am fully in the camp that, uh, it, well, first of all, every NFL first drive is generally scripted and I am yeah, very much in the camp. Plays, that Bella, I am very much in the camp that Belichick has a heavy hand in that beginning script. And then once you get past that first drive is really when the game will start. Then it's Patricia versus Flores. The old defensive mates go ahead. To uh, can I, do I have to say on the podcast who I would take in that matchup? No, I mean, no, we're staying positive. I give okay. you Super Bowl 52 defensive performance versus Super Bowl 53 defensive performance and scene.